Welcome to track number 8 of Kryptosman. Hallelujah. All right. 1 Peter 3. Kryptosman lost contact with God. Now, what's the greatest evidence that the main man was the spirit man? Are you still here? Are you, are you alive? Are you okay? Everything okay? You alright? What's the main evidence that the, hit, the main man was the spirit man? Fellowship with God in the garden of Eden. Is that not so? Man was talking with God. And our going to heaven will be directly related to how much we are able to restore that relationship. That is why people will come and work for God and say, we cast out devils in your name. We did this in your name. We did this in your name. And he will say, but I don't know you. We don't talk. We don't commune. We are not close. Are you understanding? Are you understanding what I'm saying? So it's not going to be based on you know, I didn't do these sins, I did four sins, I didn't do 15 sins, and so on. But how you have been able to restore your relationship with the Lord. And that is why the new book that I have written, which will be published soon, which is about quiet time, is probably the most important book that I have ever written. Because if you don't, if you don't restore the relationship between you and God, you never do well. Let me, let me show you something. You see, in the church or the ministry work, there are many ways by which you can, let's say, become a pastor or even a reverend. Can I show you the ways? I'll just show you the tricks. You get it? All you have to do is to be around for a long time. Because after all, that's what the Bible says. You know, be around for a long, uh, long time. Who, somebody who has companied with us and so on. Who went in and out amongst us when the Lord Jesus was with us. So you be around. After some time, the pastor would like us. Every pastor likes faithful people. You get it? Then you just do one or two things in church. To just be around and to do your best. You get what I'm saying? I'm showing you how to become a pastor. You get what I'm saying? Very soon, the pastor is going to call you. And, and, and he'll be impressed with your faithfulness. Well, most people are not faithful. Do you understand? And then, before you realize, they'll be appointing you as a pastor or a shepherd or something. And then, after you've been a shepherd around for a long time, it's like, even if you're not being appointed as a pastor, you can be easily be appointed as a pastor by mistake. <laughs> Whereas, in reality, you are not of that level of relationship with the Lord. Are you listening to what I'm saying? And so it is very, very, very important for you not to be deceived by, you know, human appointments, human commissions, and human approval. You must look for God. And you must, and, and you must not be concerned about what people think, whether you are reverend, whether you are a pastor, whether you are whatever. Some years ago, I was invited to Japan. 
by Yonggi Cho, the pastor of the largest church in the whole wide world. And he invited me to preach. So when I got there, I, was, I looked at the program and I realized that on the main day, you know, there's morning programs, afternoon programs, evening programs. And I realized that, you know, the afternoon programs, it was so hot and everybody was tired and nobody wanted to go. So the afternoon, pray that you will not be asked to preach in the afternoon because nobody goes. All the important people don't go. Are you there? So I realized that I was not preaching in the afternoon in Japan. I realized that I was preaching not also in the morning. The morning was also not bad because Yongicho himself also preached sometime once or so in the morning. But the main event was the evening event. And Yongicho is the one who speaks the two evenings with somebody else. And I found out that I was the person who was preaching with Yongicho. The two of us were the main people in the evening. And everybody was there. No, no, you've not understood the message, please. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, please. <laughs> but what I want you to know is, I remember as I was sitting on stage, we were like this, and this is Yonggi Cho, and this is uh, myself. And I was preaching, I have to preach for about an hour, and then Yonggi Cho will also come and preach. As I was wondering, I was, I, you know, I was wondering, will he not ask me for my ordination certificate? He didn't ask me for my ordination certificate or my ID card, or for my shepherd's camp certificate or my appointment or a letter of introduction from anywhere nothing because it's none of these human things that in real ministry we look for we don't look for any of these things nobody ever looks for a human evidence of a call but for the divine evidence of a call and he had not, I don't, had he been to Ghana? Then I don't think so. No, I don't think he had even been to Ghana. But you see, just another reliable man of God tells you what happened. I had preached there before. I had preached, they gave me some other things and I preached. And then the, the report that he was given made him ask me to come and preach again. You know, and later he sent me, a, I mean, he was writing about something else. And he said, oh, he always remembers what I preached. And he mentioned something that I preached so I'm just trying to tell you that you know it is nice for human beings to appoint you to say you are a pastor you are this you are that but at the end of the day eh, you have to get a real appointment from God a real fellowship with God real intimate you and God that is what must be restored <laughs> yeah all our problems. You see, if you were close to God, He would tell you about what is his, on His heart. That's what will make you an evangelist. If you're close to God, He would tell you. You know, when you are close to somebody, the person tells you what he's thinking. Is it not true? Is it not true? When you are close to God, He will tell you. You see, that is what will make you an evangelist. You will be a wild minister. You will be whatever. Because in your close moments with God, He will tell you how He feels. When you are close to somebody, the person will tell you how he feels. Not just official things, but the feeling that the person has. You will know the feeling the person has. You get it. So being close to God will expose you to God's heart. 
and God's heart will show you what to do. But you see, you can be an evangelist or a pastor because it's also when you are a pastor or an evangelist, you are famous and it's you are popular and people hail you, people acknowledge you. You may be paid nicely, well. Are you there? Yeah. So there are a lot of other benefits. So you can do the work of God, but you not really have a close relationship with God. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You know? And that's the most important thing. Unfortunately, many of us are missing that particular thing. You see, for a long time doesn't mean you are close to God. Let's face it. If I come to you, you see that thing for a long time is part of the waiting. There's a waiting. But when you wait for a long time, the doctor will say, Come in, it's your turn. And when you come in, then you also it changes. You don't just sit there and wait. You, then you now have to have a certain communion begins deeper. So the bayah is is the waiting, trying to break through the barrier. Of the outward natural man. Are you listening to me? All through the Bible. You know something? You will see. God trying to restore. The original fellowship. That he had with Adam. By creating dwelling places. The tabernacle of Moses, another place where he could commune with man and come and dwell amongst us. Then the temple of Solomon, Solomon's temple, and the tabernacle of David. These were all attempts to, for God to have a certain interaction with human beings. And then you see Emmanuel himself came, God with us, Christ the Savior. Again, trying to restore the communion and the fellowship and the interaction. That is Emmanuel, God with us. This is God's aim. This is God's aim. He's not trying to give a job to anybody. He's not trying to give money to anybody. He's not trying to make anybody big or anybody famous. But you see, you can work for God, but you don't know him. I say you can work for God, but you don't know him. Lighthouse is big. A time will come where, and there is a time like that where people come. You see, what a lot of Orangus don't know is that people also come to the church because of the name, not even you. And if you want to know whether they are coming because of the name of the church or because of your particular anointing, step aside and start a church just around and let's see whether people are coming because of you or because of the church. That is why older churches have members and they are all full. And they are even growing because the name Methodists. I tell you, even without anointing, without spirit, without power, that name and that institution alone commands a certain growth and commands a certain maintenance. Uh, 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 what do you call it? So, a lot of us are operating under a maintenance arrangement without any personal relationship with God. Where's Where's Lord? Lord, Lord, uh, which church is this? 
Is it Atiko or somewhere? Where? Yeah, that's Lord. And who is the other fellow that came? Where from? Uh, the other guy, you came together. Lord and uh, somebody else. You came to see me. Huh? Titi. Sydney. Yeah. You are pastoring which church? Atiko. Uh huh. And Lord is where? Kokrobite. Sydney and Lord. See, one day I was in the office when they brought these two young men to me. And they introduced them. To me. I said, Who are these? This, uh, you are Lord. This is Sydney. Pastoring Atiko. First of all, I, I don't know Sydney. And I don't know Atiko. These two places, I don't know. Then, here is Lord also pastoring Kukrobite. I don't know Lord. I haven't seen him before. Yet, these two guys are pastors or elders working in under the name of Lighthouse Chapel International and on behalf of me. Some of one of them has about 70 members. Another one has about 50 members sitting there on Sunday morning. You, get, you, you have not understood the message. It's not, it's not that uh, you are clapping at the wrong moment. You see? <laughs> <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is that me, the pastor of the church, the bishop of the church, I don't know him. I mean, I now know them. I know their, I know their names. I know them to some extent now. So I learned when I saw them in my office. I realized that in fact, you can work for God and on His behalf, on behalf of Jesus, and Jesus doesn't He doesn't know you at all. At all, he doesn't know you. That's how come that thing can happen. That you will say, In thy name, I did this. In thy so if this guy, Sydney, he gets and say, In thy name, I'm working at Atico. I said, It's true, but I don't know you. It's true that you are working in my name. Atico, the British Lighthouse, do you have a banner? Yes, please. Huh? We have banner. What about pulpit? We have everything. <laughs> you have everything. <laughs> Do you have instruments? We have PA system. PA system. He has PA system, this money, everything. Yet me, I don't know him. I met him recently and I was told that this man is one of your people. And I said, I also, I don't know you. I don't know you. I wish I knew you, but I don't. I can't lie that I know you. How can I say I know you when I don't know you? Does it mean he's not working? He's working. Is he doing well or is not? He's doing very well. They are doing very well. But I still don't know them. Mercy. Could it be that you will do very well, but when you come and say, you know, I don't know you. I know you are lighthouse, this, this place, this, but I don't know you. Me and you, we don't talk. You've never come to me. You see, they were, not, they, were not, they, were, they were brought to me. They were brought to me. It's very serious, so Pastor Ishmael. Pastor Johnny, very, very, very dangerous. Very, very serious. Sydney and Lord. I remember the two of Sydney and Lord. Atiko and Kokrobite. They work for me on my behalf. They use my name. They love me. They listen to my tapes, but I don't know them. 
I don't know. They have my books, but I don't know them. Personally, I don't know them. I have heard of something happening, but I don't know them. So, ladies and gentlemen, the thing that God is trying to restore is that walking in the garden and that fellowship is his God's attempt. God with us, back, me and you. That's what he's trying to do. And we are missing the whole point. And, and that, 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 that shows by the way Christians, born again Christians, can live without prayer. Or with almost no prayer. Everybody, close your eyes. How many realize that sometimes there's almost zero prayer? You close your eyes and raise your hand if, if you are included. Nobody has seen. Nobody is watching you. Okay, put on your hand. But when we come, the system seems to be working. And then when we come, it's like when we even pray, the church doesn't grow. And when we don't pray, it seems to grow. <laughs> How many have seen that before? When you don't pray, it grows. When you pray, it doesn't grow. When you have a crusade, no, the church doesn't grow. When you don't have a crusade, the members come. <laughs> when you fast, it's worse. <laughs> huh? Mercy. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So God is trying very, very hard to restore this relationship. And you see, I can even tell in my own way, I can tell when people have restored that relationship and they have that personal relationship. You, uh, people talk differently. You see, they, they, will, they will tell you themselves what the Lord, I mean, what they, you see, when, 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 when you know somebody personally, you get it. You don't have just secondhand information. You can say, when I was with Bishop at this place, we said this, and then we were together at this place. We talked about this. He said this, and I said that. You can say that. But when it's not there, you know a lot about him, but you don't know him. And the sign, I'll tell you, that somebody is spiritual, is beginning to know God. You will hear it when he speaks and what he says. You will find out how he talks about his personal interaction, be that he had no with the Lord no. When he talked to the Lord and what the Lord said and what he had in his quiet time and what the Lord said to him always. If you if you listen to me, you see most of my preaching is my quiet time. People don't know. Although I listen to tapes a lot, most of my preaching are my quiet time. My personal times with the Lord. Mostly. Mostly. I share mostly what. The reason I've been preaching about delusion because my quiet time, I'm, I'm having my quiet time in Luke. So I'm just sharing my quiet time. Oh, yeah. Just personal. I'll build the Lord. The Lord will share some. And I become encouraged. Let me go and say it. Usually, those ones, there's life in it because the Lord. He's told me about it from my personal discussions with him. I came to share with you about the self for the prodigal son. <laughs> it's different from the sermons that have been arranged. Tuesday, 24th, this is what you preach. Thursday, 30th, this is what you preach. And if you are close to the Lord, I'm telling you, He will tell you certain things. And you now will change. Nobody will come and talk to you, you will change yourself. And you will tell me 
what you are doing because the Lord told you and you will find out that the Lord will be telling you what I have been telling you if I am also in tune with the Lord it will not be a different thing you see that we are all saying the same thing you get to know the Lord for yourself God with us God with us so close to us God with us God with us so close to us God with us Emmanuel He walked where I walked He stood where I stand he felt what I feel. He felt what I feel. He understands. He knows my frailties. He knows my frailties. Shared my humanity. Shared my humanity. Tempted in every way. Without sin. God with us, so close to us, God with us, Emmanuel. God with us, so close to us, God with us, Emmanuel. He walked where I walked. Where I walked. He walked where I walked. He stood where I stand. He stood where I stand. He felt what I feel. He felt what I feel. He understands. He knows my frailties. He knows my frailties. Shared my humanity. Shared my humanity. Tempted in every way. Tempted in every way. Yet without sin. God with us, so close to us, God with us, Emmanuel. Lift your hand and say, God with us. God with us, so close to us, God with us, Emmanuel. Oh, God with us, so close to us. God with us, Emmanuel. Oh, God with us, so close, so close. Walking with us. This is what God is trying to restore. I tell you, let me let me let me show you something. When you live even to be 100 and you are full time in ministry till the age of 100, by the time you are dying, there will be more sinners in the world than when you came. Your contribution is very little. It's almost insignificant. My contribution is almost negligible. Serious, in the sea of things, my contribution is that, you see, at first I thought I could do a lot. I could save. But right now I can see that my time is finishing. And I can see the world still unsaved. 
And so I realized that, you see, the most important salvation is my own salvation. <laughs> Me, I also want to go to heaven. You see, when you're on a plane, when you're on a plane, what happens? Those of you, how many have not been on a plane before? 27 people are going to go on planes very soon. Receive it in the name of Jesus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Do you believe in such things? Yeah. I'm going to share with you. Okay. Now, listen. When you're on a plane, remember the 27 of you who will be going soon. Remember when you are there. <laughs> Do you hear me loud and clear? Do you believe in prophecy? It shall surely come to pass. The Lord said, when they were going, they said, There is a man there somewhere. All that he says surely cometh to pass. It shall surely come to pass in Jesus' name. When you are on a plane, they give you an instruction which initially you will be surprised about. And the instruction is that when the oxygen you know, if the oxygen pressure or the pressure in the cabin, cabin pressure drops, that means that there will be no oxygen or whatever. Oxygen mass will appear. Now they say, if you are with a child, first put the oxygen mask on yourself. Leave your child. Put the oxygen mask on yourself. And after that, put the oxygen mask on your child. Initially, you look at that and you say, hmm, Oh, the child, you are being selfish. The child is going to die. And so, but you realize that. That's why Paul said, Take heed to thyself. <laughs> mercy, oh, mercy. Take heed to thyself and to thy doctrine. Because after all that we've done, we could find ourselves at a place that we don't want. That's what God is trying to help us now. So you have to look after yourself and ensure that you are there. And then whilst you are in his presence and you are breathing, you will breathe enough energy to put on the child. But whilst you are putting on that child and you don't have enough energy, before you realize the thing is dropping off. And after that oxygen has been put on, there may be something else that you need to do. And still you don't have enough oxygen to carry on. That's why I said take heed to thyself. That's why at this camp meeting, God is trying to redirect you. Look, for all these souls that you are looking at, look inwards now. And look at yourself and see whether you have restored your relationship with God. And whether you are really where you ought to be. And whether the hidden cryptos man is becoming what he is supposed to be. Lest on that day you come like, Lord, Lord and Sydney, stand up. Like these two gentlemen. Who came to my office you see whenever something happens a prophecy god was prophesying to me and showing me something real that there can be people just like this who will come and say i did it in your name bishop atiko branch i did it in your name i traveled as far is that lord where do you stay bubuashi lord travels from as far as bubuashi to kokrobite every week how many times? Four times a week. On his own. 
No transport money. That should tell you the kind of person the Lord is. Yet I don't know him. I said, yet I don't know him. Scary. And, and the, the condition for coming into heaven is, but I never knew you. Depart from me. I said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. You never, you never talked with me before. You always came to church, but me and you never talked. We are not deep. Because you don't have time to wait. Waiting on you. Waiting on you. Rather, you are waiting on exam. Waiting on exam result. Waiting on so many. Waiting for a job. Waiting for this. Waiting for your boyfriend. Waiting for your beloved. Waiting for a husband. But not waiting for the Lord. Not waiting for. Waiting for a thousand things. But except the Lord. You are not waiting for the Lord. You didn't have time to wait on me. Because you were too big and too important. You were too busy to pray. I used to have a poster in my house and the writing on the poster said if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy if you are too busy to pray you are too busy I don't care how many people you have in your church if you don't know God personally a day is going to come when you are going to regret it with all your might and with all your heart and you realize that you have missed the most important thing let me tell you in the day of judgment and the day of analysis things are very different never has a dying man on the hospital bed called for his papers bring me my land documents bring me my rings bring me my papers bring me my uh, car let me look at my car for the last time no it doesn't happen that way in that day different things matter and on that day different things are going to matter so God is trying to hard to restore his friendship with you in the cool of the day he's trying to come to us talk to us be his friend know him when you read the Bible you can hear God speaking to you when you pray you can hear God speaking to you when you are sitting there you can hear God like you see when these two gentlemen came to my office I heard the Lord showing, talking to me Have you listened to that? They've spoken without words. One day, sit down, my dear friends. I had two pastors. One, a fornicator, and the other, perfect. The other guy was, I'll call him Correcto Perfecto. Correcto. My father used to have a house called Correcto Perfecto. And I had another pastor called Incorrecto Imperfecto. This incorrecto imperfecto had so many faults with his life, including faults that are so obvious. But I remember one day, I called for correcto perfecto, and I said, correcto perfecto, please come for a meeting. And correcto perfecto didn't come. It was, you were. When I spoke to correcto perfecto, I said, listen, correcto. <laughs> I need you for a meeting. You know what he told me? He said, you know, you are the one who told us to do visitation, to do this, to do this, to do all these things. When we are doing them, then you also come and call us. <laughs> you also come and call us to come for meetings. Correcto. And this is a perfect, he's perfect in all regards. You are the one who tells us to do this, this, this. When we are doing them to them, you will also be calling us 
to come for meeting. You see? Then I looked and I, I mean, this was, this, was, this was something that happened then. Time went by. As time went by, I realized within myself that, you know, if I have to choose two, between these two, whom to work with, I'll choose the imperfecto incorrecto. Because he, he is more, because of his, all his problems, he is far more humble. <laughs> no, I, I learned something from it. You see, just, you see, you must use yourself to learn. I realized from that that, you know, the way a person is humble, sometimes our sins, sometimes it's even advantageous that you have been bad before. Because you are very cool and very humble. Because it's like you've been bad before. So when people are, you know, like I'm perfecto, you know that you are not perfecto. I learned from that. And I could see how the elder brother would be there. They would never do a party for him. They would never bring the rope. They would never even a goat. We won't kill it. We let's all work. We are all serious people here working. That's work. Everybody should work. Everybody do what is right. But this boy, when he came, they brought out the ropes and the rings and everything, and the cows and the parties and the music and dancing. And you see, God, the Father Himself has come. Do you understand when I say He Himself has come? <laughs> You don't understand such expressions. <laughs> God, I mean, God is the father. Music, not just a ring. There was a ring, there was a robe, there were shoes, there was kebab, there was cow, there was music, there was dancing, there was playing. I mean, that God is showing you something that Himself came. He, 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 himself, inside, it came out. His heart was revealed. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I learned it. You can have a correcto perfecto guy. But you see, the imperfecto incorrecto guy, he's so cool because he's, he's conscious of himself and how problems and how he has been shown mercy. And he's, he's quite malleable. You see, to him, come, he come. When, when I say, so I remember when I called for incorrecto imperfecto to come to see me, he was so happy to come. You know, he was so happy. Then incorrecto imperfecto said to me, that sometimes when I spend 10 minutes with you, you know, he, he didn't even tell me, he told somebody else, when I spend just 10 minutes with Bishop, I'm so happy, it just makes me so happy and I'm so blessed in my life. That's what he said. Incorrecto Imperfecto was happy to be with me. But Correcto Perfecto, he's working very hard and he knew what I've said in the past. I know what is right, I know my rights. <laughs> It's a very wonderful thing. It's marvelous. And you see, as I meet people and I go through these experiences, I learn from them. Lord and Sydney, stand up. Look at that guy. Four times a week. How many of you go four times a week? Travel outside the barrier far, Kokrobite, to the beach to work amongst the poor into the central region. wild guys but I don't know them 
Adina, do I know you? Do I know you? Or I know about you? Do I talk with you heart to heart? Even though I see you around, do I talk with you heart to heart? Look, I'm showing you something that will help you to go to heaven. I'm talking about, you see, don't forget about, forget about souls. So think of your, you are also a soul. <laughs> you are also a soul. <laughs> Sometimes we forget that we are souls. <laughs> You've forgotten that you are a soul. I used to pray for people all the, and I still pray for people but I used to say me I'm always praying for people I don't have time even for my own I don't even think of myself because I'm always praying for people these days I'm always praying for myself because <laughs> I realize that I need salvation I'm also a soul I also need to make it to heaven A soul is a soul It's a soul And it's precious to God It may be a bishop A soul is a soul And it's precious to God It may be a carpenter It may be a reverend It may be a pastor It may be a shepherd A soul is a soul And it's precious to God How close are you? So, I, mean, I, I can't be close to God because that thing, when people say that, they will come and say that. Uh, listen, God spoke to me. This, that thing, I don't understand it. How, do that, how is that that God is speaking to you? Come close to the Lord. So I don't know how it is. Seek, you shall find. Discover. After all, many of us here have had sex before, but there's always a first day. I don't know how to do it. You go, you do it. You will find out how to do it. <laughs> Sex is intimate relationship. I don't know how to do what, what will I do? So what, then what's the next step? And you, you, you will find out what to do. <laughs> I, I don't know how to be close to the Lord because I've been in the church for some time, but I don't know how to be close to the Lord because the Lord is the, the pastors will be saying something that something, something God has spoken to me. That thing I haven't seen one before. You can also be very close to God. And as you get into it, you will find out oh, this is it. This is it. And sometimes by experimentation, how can I know the Lord's voice? Because when I say the Lord's voice, certain thoughts and other things are coming to which one is from the Lord? Experience. When you pick a phone, say, Hello, who is that? Uh, it's who? What? Oh, Obadi for Okay, I'll call you back. Then after some time, when Obadi for calls you, you know, Ah, Oba, I'm, I'm the one. <laughs> Obi, Obi, yes. <laughs> It's you know. Uh, OBDS, call me back. You get it. So after a while, you begin to know this is the voice of this particular person. After you've talked to the Lord and worked with the Lord, you begin to know uh, this thought. Uh, you know, like there are some dreams you have them. You know, this one is an alus. It's the type of dream that is God speaking. And the other one, when you wake up, you know, this dream is a foolish dream. <laughs> It's only by experience. The same way that you know the voice, that's how you know the voice of the Lord. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lord and Sydney, God bless you. May you make your way to heaven very soon. Amen. 
This message continues on the next track. Keep listening. <laughs> 